In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our sermon text today is our epistle reading. Grace and peace from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. 2020 is almost over. Many are looking forward to 2021 with eager expectation and hope that the new year will turn out better than this past year. After all, the new year offers a fresh start from new New Year's resolutions to the chance to put last year behind us as we strive forward into the future. We tell ourselves this year will be better. But will it be any better? Just consider the hopes and expectations you had for 2020. Last year at this time, people were hopeful the new year would be great. Stocks were rising, unemployment was down, people were tweeting how 2020 was going to be great as they put 2019 and its problems behind them. Some astrologers were predicting good health outcomes for many people. Technology writers predicted increased travel options. But it soon turned into a nightmare for many people. The year was full of fear, anxiety, worry, loss, and trouble for many, many people. So now people are looking in hope to 2021. Certain it will be better. Astrologers, economists, and news outlets are saying it will. They're predicting a better year. At the same time, there are people warning about more troubles ahead. What do you think? Are you hopeful? I'm optimistic about the future, but not because I believe that world events are going to be any better. In fact, I think there's evidence that indicates it could get much worse or at least be as tumultuous as this year was. Still, I'm hope-filled regarding your future and mine. The reason is because of who God is and because of what He has done. We've just celebrated the Savior's birth, God coming into the world to save us and rescue us. Perhaps this year we see more clearly the need for deliverance than we did last year. Rather than bringing an end to mankind, we have a new beginning to mankind in Jesus. We have the perfect man who came to sacrifice himself for sinful, corrupt humanity. Jesus died on the cross for you and me. Just stop for a moment to ponder this. Think over all the evil mankind has done over this past year. And in years past. Think over how poorly you have treated other people. Or how you haven't been considerate of others at times. Consider how self-centered we all have been. How self-centered you have been. Would you want to save people like that? Christ does just that. He comes to save all people. He dies for all 
people. He sheds his blood for all. This is who our God is. He's compassionate and caring. He's come to redeem you and me. He brings an end to our sin and gives us a new life. This is amazing. This is wonderful. God is acting for you and me. Still, to where are we looking for a better 2021? Our reading from Isaiah shows how mankind is always looking to something else to give us hope. But none of it is real hope. We might be hopeful because there are signs of a better year. Signs in the economy, in politics, in our families, in the stars, and wherever else we look. But all of these are the wrong places to look. None of these deliver. Our money doesn't save. Possessions don't deliver. Leaders can't make everything better. Science doesn't keep death away. Nor can your own hands prevent loss. These are all false hopes and false gods which God often reveals by crushing them in the disasters and troubles we face. He shows us that we cannot do what we hoped they could do. We need to stop looking to these things and people of this world for deliverance and hope. Despite all our technological improvements, the world is not improving or getting any better. Mankind is still the same. In fact, man has often contributed to our own detriment, making bad situations worse. So as this year closes, we should repent of all the times we have broken the first commandment. We should turn away from all the false and worldly hopes being offered to us. We should turn away from our own sins and look to our only true hope. We should recall the God who came in human flesh for our sakes, for our deliverance, for our redemption. Paul makes it clear in Romans 8 that God is acting for us. It matters not who accuses us of deserving death and condemnation. It matters not that we are, in fact, guilty. God justifies us. And God, who died in our place, is interceding for us. There isn't anything in this world that can separate us from the love of Christ. For he came into our world, into our flesh, and lived among us as one of us, died our death on the cross, and rose again. Nothing can separate us from this love. Not tribulation, distress, persecution, hunger, destitution, risks, or sword. Christ lived through all these with us and joined us in our death, taking our condemnation. Jesus faced all this with us in our flesh so that we would not be alone. He is truly Emmanuel, God with us. It is because of him being with us, even being with us in our sin and death, that we are prevailing completely. We are more than conquerors. We are victorious. We stand strong, not by our strength, but in him who stood strong for us and who rose from the dead. God's love in Christ's death and resurrection stands strong and cannot be taken away from you by anyone or anything in this world. Nothing and no one can divide you from his work of redemption. You have been baptized into Christ Jesus. 
You are his by his declaration and his word. His promise remains with you, and he continues to abide with you. He has delivered you from sin, and on the last day, he will deliver you from all the troubles of this world. Tonight, we are gathered here to receive this love of Christ given and poured out in a tangible way. Our hope comes to us and fills us with true hope. Jesus is here to give us himself. He is here to feed us his life-sustaining and death-defeating body and blood. He is here to give us his Holy Spirit. He is here to assure us that he has won, and we who are connected to him by water and blood are victorious. Thus we depart, not hopeful, but hope-filled. We depart certain of our future, because we do not face the future alone. Our Lord and God is with us. Emmanuel abides with us. No matter what we face, we face it in confidence and certainty. Our Deliverer has come, and He continues to be with us, His sheep. The peace of God which passes all understanding. Keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make His face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. Amen.